Welcome to the Smart Business Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Imoff Flores, and the Smart Business Podcast is the place for entrepreneurs to get an advanced mindset and skill set to build and grow a business that can scale in a big way. SMART is an acronym that stands for a scalable, mission-driven business that's automated with revenue streams all run by a team. And so if you would like to learn more about how to build a smart business or get coaching, consulting in this area or done for you services, go ahead and start by getting our free smart business formula guide at smartbusinessformula.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Smart Business Show. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Lindsay Maloney, and she's the CEO and founder of Standout Coaching Academy. And today we are going to be talking about simplifying your business to multiply. So Lindsay, it's great to have you with us. Adam, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Well, why don't you tell everybody where you're from and give us a little bit of background. Well, I'm from North Dakota and everyone, even today that I meet, they say you're the first person I've ever met from North Dakota. So maybe I'm the first for you. Um, I am a mom of three. I homeschool my kids. I live in a very small town. We have a population of around 700. So I love the small town life. I grew up on a farm and I've managed to build a coaching business online over the last 10 years, a successful business, helping women start and scale their businesses from all over the world while working my nine to five and homeschooling my kids. Yes. So I just want to be able to highlight a couple of things here. So you have three kids that you homeschool. You have, uh, you have some animals too. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and then you have your, your coaching business. And you also run your nine to five still as well. Correct. Yes. Probably one of the, the highest performers I've had on this show. So that's pretty <laughs> amazing. So that's why I wanted to bring you on is because I think your story is very relatable because a lot of people have nine to five still, right? Mm -hmm. And they're trying to build their businesses on the side. And so tell us about, you know, how do you, I, I think the the average mindset when someone's working a job is like, oh, well, I have work to do you know, how do you manage your, like, how do you, how do you carry so much in order to be able to, to do everything you do? Hmm. Great question. Sometimes I ask myself that in the morning, like, how am I going to do this today? And I always, the first thing I ask is, okay, God, I need, I'm going to need your help today. Cause I have a lot, I have a lot in front of me. I have a lot on my plate and I believe that because I ask that I can do it. Um, but it wasn't always that way. When I first started, I was listening to a lot of people who preached the quit your nine to five and, you know, you, you have to choose and everything will work out if you just quit your job. And, you know, and that sounds so fun. But then when you look at the little mouths to feed and the things you have, the responsibilities that you've brought in your life, you know, it's been your choice. You still have to take care of those little people. And you can't just say, well, I manifest that my business is going to be a million dollars. It doesn't work that way. Sorry. It just doesn't. Yeah. It sounds fun, but it's not true. Yeah. So wow. I had to really get over the fact that their lifestyle, their, their, their quotes and the fun things you see on social media, the highlight reels does not apply to Lindsay Maloney. And once I let go of all of that and was okay with my, my daily schedule, um, I was okay with maybe it's going to take a little bit longer for my business to grow. Cause I built my business on app times. Nobody takes naps anymore in my house. So now I've had to 
be, I'm actually really grateful for that because now I have a couple hours where I really focus hard on my business, um, work with clients or do whatever that needs to be done. And my business has grown um, because I can give it really concentrated uh, focus with those nap time hours, even though nobody's napping anymore. So I really had to get rid of that. I don't, that doesn't apply to me. Um, And once I started sharing that mindset online, everyone else was like, wow, thank you. You've made me love my job again. You've made me feel grateful for my job again. And I believe that I can do this too. Yeah. Wow. It's good. Love that. Love that. So can you walk us through your like average daily routine? Sure. So I get up pretty early because I choose to do so. Um, I've worked from home for, I think, 17 years. So when I first started, I had a puppy. Now I have a puppy and three kids and a business. Um, but I've always been an early an early bird. I think maybe it's the living on a farm blood in me, but I love getting up early. So right now I'm getting up at about a quarter to five. Um, I always take care of myself first. So I do my, I need my quiet time. If I don't get it, you probably know why I feel a little off during the day. If I don't get my Lindsay time, so I'll work out, I'll do my vitamins, my water. Now, you know, added into my schedule, I have to stand outside with the puppy and wait for him to go potty. So that was thrown in there. And then I get ready for my, for my day job. Um, and I pop in and I do my work. I have people who help me in my business as well. And usually hundred percent of the time, my client calls are usually in the afternoon after I'm done homeschooling my kids. Um, I'll pop, I'll pop in with my clients usually in the mid afternoon, sometimes in the evening, depending on where the client is located, but I am never not present for bedtime. I will always read my kids their bedtime stories. I will always be the last one to shut their door. Um, and if I need to go on a call after they go to bed, I make sure that we just get it to bed a little bit more early. Um, so they're not waiting for me. My kids usually see me go into meetings all day long. Um, Saturdays I work in the mornings because that that's how my lifestyle is. So I know a lot of people refuse to work on Saturdays and all that. That's fine. If that works for you, I have a lot of golden quiet hours on Saturday morning. So I'm going to do my group, my group sessions, podcast interviews, things like that. And then I don't do anything on Sundays, of course. Um, so that's usually a typical day slash week for me. Wow. That's amazing. Oh my goodness. What a schedule. So you know, how do you simplify your life in your mind? Because in order to to take on so much, right, in order to have a capacity like you have, there has to be some type of simplicity in your mind. Tell us about what's going on there. Yeah, I believe that we are trained to just have these to-do lists in front of us. And those are very overwhelming to look at. And so what I've trained myself to do was to break it down and organize them into categories that you can split out between your days. And I have a a process that I like to do. I, I of course have to have colored highlighters to make this really fun to do. Right. So I'll write down everything that needs to be done and this will change within the seasons. Right. So like right now we're, we're, we started homeschool yesterday. So my days are a little bit more shifty now. So I have to revisit my list. So I'm going to group in like podcast stuff, social media stuff, client calls, all of the, every little thing, even household stuff, write it all down with a pen. 
then grab your highlighter and grab one color and then start highlighting things that are similar. So if it's podcast apps, um, follow-ups, recording, they're all going to be one color. Um, household stuff, all going to be one color and so forth, right? Then uh, take it off of paper and put it onto something. I think paper can be great, is, is great. And it's kind of a must for my brain to get to the computer. Um, and not everyone's brain is like that, but I need that step. So I'm going to take that piece of paper and then I'm going to take the color coded categories and I'm going to go and create projects. I use Asana. You can use whatever you want. I'm going to make like five different projects, a podcast project, house, homeschool, whatever it is. And then I'm going to pop in those tasks. I'm getting really detailed here. I'm going to pop in those tasks, all those little things that I wrote down into that project. So it's all in its own little thing. Then I'm going to take that project and say, I'm only working on podcast stuff on Fridays. I'm only planning homeschool stuff on Saturdays. I'm only doing this on this day. That way, everything is spread out, organized, recurring, and it's not overwhelming anymore because it's staring at you from a planner or a notebook that you threw in front of you. You might have to rewind that and listen to it again, but that process works really well and has saved me. Uh, it saved me uh, sanity. It makes me feel like I can do what I have to do every day. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my goodness. What a, what a, but it makes sense because I feel like it, your brain is able to chunk things into sections. So it's not mm-hmm. so overwhelming. Um, and I, and I, the, the main thing that I'm hearing you also share is that you're very intentional with your time in advance. Um, you kind of know what's in front of you where I think a lot of people just take it day by day and they just kind of see what lands in their calendar. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's easy to get overwhelmed when things pop up randomly. So yeah, I really like that. So what do you feel like your, your superpower is? What do you feel like your, you know, your like special, unique, you know, thing is for the world? Like, what do you, what would you say that is for you? Simplifying and getting things done. Like I just had a student ask, um, how do I put, you know, all my videos for my challenge in this, because this is really overwhelming me. And I said, well, let's just start, start with the end process first. What's the end goal? You want people to see your videos, right? So find a way to make it easy for you. I can make anything easy. I can break things down and show you that you can do this because an idea sounds really great until we have to actually implement it. And I can, I can see how we can implement it from the moment it's an idea on your head to it's in front of other people. And sometimes that's hard to see that, that really big bird's eye view of what is this actually going to look like and break it down and make it so you can continue to do small steps. I'm always going to cheer you on if you're okay with making small progress, taking small steps. I think that's the best way to go with anything in life. You know, small, small steps with, you know, homeschooling your kids or helping them learn things, let them go at their own pace, let your business grow at its own pace. Otherwise you're just rushing the process. And, uh, the, the option with that is, okay, you're going to either crash and burn or, it's not going to feel like you because you're trying to force it. So we don't ever want to force anything. Small steps. I always say trust the process and be okay with your pace. It's going to be unique to everyone else. Yeah. Wow. That's so good. I think so many people get stuck from idea to launch. There's so many pieces in between. And I feel like a lot of people get a good start where they begin to take some steps forward. And then it's like a distraction comes or they lose focus for a moment or something gets in their way and then they no longer have any progress towards that vision anymore. Now they're, 
distracted, dealing with family, dealing with other other uh, projects at home. And then, you know, next thing you know, they're starting something new again that excites them. Mm-hmm. So how do you get off of that emo- emotional roller coaster of starting things that excite you, but then not finishing them? Oh, great question. I think the biggest thing to address first is why are you not moving forward? And usually the answer is because that means I'm going to have to do something instead of dreaming behind the screen and planning all of these things and writing down all the ideas. We all have those old notebooks from when we first started, all the ideas that we had. And you can still add to your notebooks, but you're not going to help anybody. And I, and I say, look at it this way. Um, do you want to help people or not? And the answer is probably yes. Then you have to keep moving. So you have to take your, your methods, your, the, the way you want to help people, you have to go out there and show people other, no one's going to get any help from your notebook sitting on your desk. That's not helping anybody. So it's not about you. You have to move forward. And yes, you're going to be judged. Yes. You're going to have people say no, or you're not going to get the reaction you were hoping for, or the launch you were hoping for. That's why she, I was super open this week and shared a $0 launch strategy, a $0 launch that I had. And it was so important for me to share that because I've gotten so much great feedback saying, okay, this made me feel so much better. I don't feel like a failure. And I made me more mindful of how I feel when I do something in my business don't let your mind hold you back. I think it's important to keep going, show, show up for yourself. Cause it's real fun to be creative and dream. Right. And when you actually have to take action, you might not get the reaction you wanted, but that's okay. So I always say you're never failing. It's always feedback for the next time you're going to do it. So never look at it as failure. Look at it as I'm either going to help people or I'm not. And it's your choice. I love that. Now there's something unique about you that I find is, is your ability to be confident and transparent around things that many people would maybe want to hide, right? Mm-hmm. And I think one of those things is, you know, you're able to proudly, you know, promote your coaching business, but also proudly represent the fact that you still work your nine to five. A lot of entrepreneurs would hide that mm-hmm. and they would say, yeah, I'm a business owner. This is what I do and kind of put their best foot forward. You know, how do you um, you know, or, or the fact you just shared a $0 launch, most entrepreneurs wouldn't share the fact that they had a $0 launch because they would want you to see only their best launch and their best numbers. Tell me a little bit about your mindset that allows you to, to express those things. Cause that's also what, in my opinion, what attracted me to you is your confidence in things that most people wouldn't have confidence mm-hmm. in. Where does that come from? I didn't have a lot of confidence growing up. That's for sure. So I think it's something that I really had to work on. And I got to the point in my life where I was like, I think it's when you have kids, you see things in a whole new way. You know, my oldest is going to be 12. And I, I think, why would I, I always look at it like this. If my son came to me and said, um, should I, launch a website mom, or should I do this? And I would never say, well, no, because you don't have enough followers or you don't have enough of this. I would never say that to him. So I was looking at the language I was saying to myself, would I say that to my son? Would I say that to my daughter? I would sure hope not. So why am I speaking that way to myself? That was a big transition for me. Like you can talk yourself out of all kinds of things. You can talk yourself down. Um, and then when I started realizing that being open, I, like at first I wasn't even open that I had kids because the people that I was following didn't even share this. I thought 
people will think I'm sidetracked with raising a family, God forbid. Right. And so I started sharing that. And then all of a sudden a group of mothers started following me to say, well, I can, I can start a business when I have a newborn too, or whatever it is. Um, and then you start opening up a little more, a little peeling back the onion a little bit more. I have a nine to five and then, wow. Okay. That just like shows me that I can totally do this. I don't have to spend eight hours a day working on my business. Uh, and that being myself is what is, what makes everything work in your business. Cause otherwise you're trying to be like everyone else. And so you're trying to be like her on Instagram and her on with your website and her on Facebook and you're all these different identities. And then you left yourself behind and you don't even know who you are one morning when you come into your office, cause you're trying to be like everybody else. Yeah. That's why your business isn't working. That's why something feels off because you're wearing someone's outfit and shoes and hairstyle, everything, everything is not you. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be you. And people are going to be attracted to who that is. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so important in being in alignment. It's kind of like, I don't know if you've ever dated anybody who shares the emotions with you that they want to feel, but they're not there yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. It's like, it's kind of awkward, right? Because it's like, you know, that you can sense that they're not genuine, authentic emotions. Um, or, you know, in business, it's like, sometimes as a visionary, you could see yourself further than you are. And so you project yourself to be there already. Cause a lot of mentorship teaches you that, you know, mm-hmm. you got to be the person before you become the person, you know, kind of thing. Um, and you know, there is some truth to it as far as your, you know, your ability to receive, you have to be able to picture yourself, you know, receiving things as if you're there. But I think as far as, you know, presenting yourself, I think, you know, to be able to present yourself for where you're at is key. If not, you kind of hide in shame and you kind of hide mm-hmm. in guilt and you feel a little bit of an imposter, you know, and, and so I feel like there's a freedom in, in your transparency because mm-hmm. there's nothing you have to hide and you're able to attract people that are going to connect to you, you know, and not this image that you've, you know, been created to make that you've made. So I mm-hmm. love that. I love that. It's so good. So, um, so with that, you know, when you're working with your students and standout coaching, what is some of the emphasis in your work with these students? What are they coming to you for? And tell us a little bit about the results you're bringing them. My ladies come in, um, usually with, they probably have their website set up. They've heard about, you know, running a coaching business and they've probably downloaded, I would say a thousand freebies. And they're tired of trying to figure out how to get this off the ground, how to get clients, how to make your business grow so they can, you know, help their families or, or help their business grow and, you know, explore other avenues. So they're usually coming in at that level, or sometimes they come in and they just have a really great idea and they don't, they have a certification or an idea or a dream and they don't even have a website yet. So they're coming in on all levels. Um, but they one thing that they have in common is most of them are okay with the pace that they're going to grow. They're like, I know this isn't a weekend project. I know that. And they just really want to be a part of something. I think the online world can feel really lonely and it feels like, you know, you're working in your office by yourself all day long, and maybe you have an accountability buddy or something, but most people don't have that. And so they're really craving accountability. They're craving tell me what to do next so I can keep this ball moving. Um, And they really want to show their family that they have what it takes to make this happen. So it's like they got the plan and they can run with it at their own pace, which I love. Um, So I love seeing people come in at all, all different levels. And the beauty of my program is 
we have coaches come on from three years ago to a week ago. So we can see the questions that are asked at that level. Um, they can help each other. They can practice their own coaching. Those are the best sessions when I don't have to say anything and everyone else can coach each other. I love that. I love watching all of them grow and it's fun for them to see each other grow too. So good. Love that. Love that. So you're really just kind of there helping them execute vision, you know, Mm -hmm. which is so needed. I think that, um, you know, some of us have like a a lot of people think that, um, the, the memory is, uh, is in there is in their actual brain, but only 1% of your memory is in your brain. The rest is on a cellular level, right? Mm -hmm. So on a cellular level, we have memory that makes up you know, our ability to, to do certain things. Like, you know, you pick that up from your environment and how you grew up. And if your parents were hard workers, you typically also know what hard work means. If your parents were not hard workers, then, you know, then it's harder for you to kind of get in the zone of things because they were maybe a little bit, you know, lazy or lackadaisical. Mm -hmm. So now you're having to train your body, like, to become this, you know, performer that you're not used to becoming, or you don't know the pace of success. Like you underestimate the speed it takes. You underestimate the action steps it takes. And so I think that's where coachings, like for someone to hire someone like you can be like, no, like you're moving too slow. Here's what we need to do. This is the pace we need to have. This is the actions that need to take place. This is what you should be doing step-by-step day by day. So then people go, oh, wow, this is what I should be doing. Yeah, that's what Mm -hmm. you should be doing. I really have to do that. You really have to, (laughs) you know, and so it's like we do more for other people than we do for ourselves. And also when you don't believe in yourself, you can borrow the belief of others. And that's why I think coaching is so powerful because you need, sometimes you need to borrow a belief that Lindsay might have in you. Right. Mm. And, and when you don't have it for yourself and that belief is needed to take action. But belief without clarity is dangerous. And so then you just have self-belief, but you're not really clear on what you should do. Then you make a mess. You just work harder, creating a bunch of things that don't flow together or that don't work together. So I think what you do, Lindsay, is so important because you're not only giving them belief, but you're helping them get clarity. So the two coming together are very powerful. So um, I love your work. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. So needed. Yeah. Thank you for letting me share all of that. That's, it's really important to me. So I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, where can people find you to learn more about your coaching and, you know, more about your services and what you do? Yeah, I'll make it easy. Just go to lindsaymaloney.com and you'll find a freebie vault. You can find out more about Standout Coaching Academy there, my Confident Coach Club and my podcast. Everything is there easy to find. Perfect. We're going to add your freebie vault. You have this freebie vault that you made, which I think is so cool. It's uh, we're going to drop it in the description below, but tell us about this, uh, this freebie vault and what are some, what are some uh, yummy things that they can find? Yes. So I know my coaches very well. I know they love downloading all the things. So I have lots of workbooks um, because I remember printing everything out and loving to sit down on the couch and fill out everything to figure, to feel like I was moving forward. So I have dozens of workbooks in there to help you get your next client to simplify your business. We talk about self-care, all all the things that involve um, running your coaching business day to day. I also have several masterclasses you can go and listen to as well. Beautiful. Love it. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for being with us. Go follow her. You guys, if you're looking for accountability, if you need that help to get to your vision, reach out to Lindsay and uh, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you.
Awesome. Well, if you're listening to this show, go ahead and subscribe. If you got some value from today, go ahead and share this episode and give it a six-star rating. I know there's only like five stars, but give it six <laughs> stars. And uh, thank you guys so much for being with us. And until next time, see you in the next episode.